This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Taking care of your skin is important for more than just your appearance. And as the largest organ you have, your skin is essential to your general health. And if you take care of your skin, I mean, it can help take care of you in return. Very simple. And it is absolutely worth the time and energy to take care of your skin on a daily basis. And it is a pretty well-known fact that when you look good, you feel good. That's a fact. And on today's health feature, we talk about the importance of taking care of your skin. And Leratondaba, a health expert from Vets Compass Health, joins us on the line. A very good morning to you, Lerato. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Tatan. Good morning to all the listeners out there. And it's a pleasure to be on the show once again. Lovely, Lerato. I mean, uh, good skin care is important for so many reasons. And according to skin experts, uh, specifically dermatologists, a good skin care routine is only as good as the products that we use. And we, as young people, we often use different products that are detrimental to our skin. And we start developing woody rashi, woody acne, only to find out, well, it's because of the products that we use. Now, let's first talk about the importance of taking care of your skin. How important is it? It's very, very important, because when you take care of your skin from a young age, you prevent your skin looking all brittle and old as you grow older. In fact, your skin looks more youthful and more alive because, I mean, your skin is like an organ, you know. So let's say if you don't eat healthy, obviously we see the effect of um, you not eating healthy with uh, your internal organs. So your skin is also an organ. If you don't take care of it, you will see the effect of you not managing or taking care of your skin as well as it should be taken care of. Therefore, it's really important that you take care of your skin, that you develop healthy um, skincare habits, and that you mind the products that you use, and also you mind what you do with your skin, what you apply on your skin. All those things are very important when it comes to good skincare. I mean, I spent uh, a month at home, and when I came back, I was told I would have lost uh, complexion, which, which I don't see it as a bad thing at all, by the way. And does the environment have any effect and impact towards our skin? Um, yes, actually. The environment does have an effect on your skin. Because there are certain chemicals within the environment. If you find yourself, for example, in an environment that's very intoxicated or very polluted, let me rather say, it will have an effect. Just as I said, your skin is also an organ. It absorbs air, basically. So what happens is if the air is polluted or if there are components within the air or around the environment where you stay that do not add to your skin's health, then it's going to deteriorate your skin, so it can harm it. However, in your case, Tato, what happened is, as you can see, our skin has melanin pigments, right? And what happened is, because you move from an area of low light intensity to an area of high light intensity, so the sun rays are a bit different from Joburg to Limpopo. So what happened is, when you got to Limpopo, because of the high intensity, the melanin increased 
So when it increases the pigment and you get darker because your skin is trying to protect you mm. from the UV rays that is coming from the sun, of which can harm your skin. In your case, it's actually a really good thing. Your skin was actually protecting you from suffering any harmful damage from the UV rays that occur in Limpopo. It's not really a bad thing. And the reason why you didn't notice it is because it's not really noticeable to you, but it is noticeable to others who stay with you or reside with you in Joburg because they know that, no, we don't know you in Limpopo. But when you get to Limpopo, they'll be like, oh, you're lighter. And then when you leave, they'll be like, oh, now, now we know you as this person. Lovely. <laughs> so, yes. And speaking of race, Larato, what are the signs of skin damage due to the sun? Are there any signs or a norm? Hey, something is wrong. I think I have overexposed my skin to the sun. Well, what happens is when your skin is damaged, it becomes a bit flaky. It looks a bit dry as well. Like it needs more nourishment because the skin cells are severely damaged due to intense exposure to the sun rays. Also, you get sunburn, so it's actually quite sore. You can't even touch the area. It's like when you pour water and that heat that comes from that kettle, um, when the kettle boils. So it's very painful as well. You know your skin. So when your skin starts looking different from how you normally know it to feel, to look, that's when you should know that you are somewhat experiencing damage, either from sun rays or from something that is infecting your skin and you should into into it as soon as possible take treatment for it so it, it's quite it's you'd have to just compare previously to now with your skin but you will see also sometimes you get little rashes you get heat rashes that's also a sign that you exposed to a different sort of environment that you're not used to there's too much heat and your body is not adapted to that so that's also another fighting mechanism that your body is um, getting into so much, man. There's actually so much. Now, during our adolescent stage, most of us develop uh, acne that affect our confidence. It does affect our confidence badly. And we tend to take advice on what to use for our skin uh, from people who, who are not even ex- experts. And some will tell you to use gentle magic. Some will tell you to use sunlight, basop, ella, a creamy ella. Some will tell you to use aloo, just to name a few. And only to realize later that it's different products for different skins. And now, what are the consequences of applying poor uh, quality products on our skins? I'm glad that you said that, especially within the black community. You know, we don't mm. believe in Western medicine in terms of treating acne or so forth. So each and every one of us has been through the the talk of just use sunlight to be fine or just use gentle magic to be fine. But um, here is the actual fact. First, I want to state that each and every one of us is going to pass through an acne stage. There are different types of acne. And according to the type of acne or the type of skin you have, you might have to treat acne differently. So there are some people who have severe acne uh, symptoms or severe acne scars and so forth, and they have to treat differently to people who have acne that basically underlying in the skin. You know, it's mm. actually a stage that each and every one of us has to go through, and there are obviously different treatments for each acne stage that you experience. So I would advise that firstly, rather know your skincare and as you go through that trial and error stage of finding the right product for yourself, 
understand that before anything else, if the product starts to burn you or you start to immediately after you use the product, you feel dry, you don't see any difference, you know, from your how your skin used to be before to now, please change the product. It's very important that you don't dwell on a product thinking that, no, these are the, just the first few signs and so forth. And unless the doctor has said at, in the beginning, because it does happen that the doctor administers treatment and, and informs you that in the beginning, the treatment is going to do this to you, and then after that, it's going to obviously get back and start working in a particular way. Unless the doctor has said anything, when you are using a product, don't dwell on the fact that, no, it's just the early stages. No, move on. Find the right product for you. You will eventually get the product for your skin or for your face that works really, really well for you, and you can see the difference. Another thing is that acne takes time. Don't rush the process. It mm. does take time. The scars will eventually disappear. As long as you don't harm or you don't do anything to make your skin worsen or deteriorate, eventually you'll see your face and you're like, oh, wow, no, mm. I didn't believe this would happen. Even my doctor, because I, I as well suffer from acne, although it's a different form or type of acne, I asked, I was like, what about these uh, spots that I'm seeing on my face? And he was like, they will disappear. It's just a stage. Mm. And as you go through that stage, it disappears. So please, I would like to just make note that if you know that you suffer from severe acne, don't listen to family members because we're a different generation. The things that we eat now, the things that we're coming across now, the environment that we're in now, it's different from back in the day. So it's better that you just go and seek dermatological advice from a doctor, from a dermatologist, so that you can treat your skin accordingly. I mean, Lerato, for someone who cannot afford to pay for any treatment related to skin complications, what are the simplest ways and remedies they can implement to take good care of their skin? Because, I mean, growing up uh, as a person who developed uh, acne on my face, I was advised to drink lots of water, wash my skin with salt or using salt, use organic and natural aloe. And that was not effective at all. And someone is listening right now and be like, well, I hear you talking about uh, getting help from experts. But what if I don't have medical aid? What if I can't afford? Because acne tin is very uh, expensive. Those pills are very, very expensive. Let's talk about the simplest ways one can perhaps follow in order for them to take care of their skin. I won't lie, acne treatment is actually quite expensive. And as I said, that with acne, it's all about time mm. <laughs> as well, you know. Another thing is that if you stress too much or if you dwell on something too much, I'm pretty sure we all know this, but if you stress, right, your skin sort of reflects what's happening inside your body. So if you stress too much, you might get a lot of pimples or something because you, you're dwelling on the condition so much that it's causing a bigger or more effect, right? Also, it's all in the mind as well, you know. But I do understand what you're saying. No, acne treatment is definitely, it is expensive. It is an expensive treatment. And there are methods that you can use, but there's no guarantee that the acne will go or fade away. The only thing that it's going to do is going to treat it so that you don't get severe or a severe breakout in a way that you, you start to feel uncomfortable or less confident. Mm. And also, you know, maybe prevent bad acne scars or uh, bad pore breakage and so forth. So if you Google, there are a lot of treatments such as apple cider vinegar, actual lemon juice 
There's also yoga and honey. So you can literally go through a trial and error process and see what works best for your skin or for your acne treatment. And that, that which works best for you, of which is affordable to you as well, you can actually administer it each and every day, depending on obviously what you prefer. Maybe you prefer to administer it at night before you sleep and just wash your face. But I have to make note of the fact that it's very important that you wash with the cleanser, that you exfoliate, and also that you moisturize your skin with the correct product, obviously, that does not clog pores or cause um, further damage to your skin. It's very important that you wash your face as well twice a day. It's really, really important that you wash your face twice a day. Okay, let's talk with Abu Johnny Walker. Let's talk to Abu Johnny Walker. Uh, I don't know if you understand Abu Johnny Walker. Abu Johnny Walker, they walk to and from work. They walk to and from school. They walk to and from the grocery store. And uh, they are always exposed to uh, different temperatures, especially when it comes to sun. Because sometimes uh, too much exposure to the sun can be detrimental. How do I protect myself from uh, sun damage? Especially when I know her, I don't have a car. And for me to go to work, I walk and I'm exposed to high rays of the sun, if I can put it like that. How do I protect myself from the sun? The first way that's very much advisable is to use sunscreen. So apply sunscreen. If you know that you walk on a daily basis, please apply sunscreen. And one thing I'd like to advise is that please don't wear clothing, especially in, in hot in hot weather, that covers your whole body. You need to give your skin some air because what happens is your skin has pores and those pores they help excrete sweat. So now if you're wearing like a tight top or you're covering up and you you are sweating, that can cause infection because it's basically, with sweat, it's basically an elimination of waste from your body. So you don't know what that waste could do if it's clogged in or if the air does not come in and ventilate through the pores. That's how most people develop heat rash actually. Then it's very hot. Make sure that you wear something that um, allows your skin to breathe, allows the sweat to come out. Don't now wear black clothing as well because that attracts heat, you know. Mm. Do carry around an umbrella or wear a cap, but I definitely suggest an umbrella. Wear shoes that don't keep heat within your feet as well because that too can cause some sort of damage. The heat can travel up into your body. So, you know, there's a lot of mm. methods that you could try. Stay in the shade. Try and avoid by all means the sun. If you are walking, make sure that you have an umbrella. If you walk long distances, try to take a few stops maybe where you just chill in the shade. Drink a lot of water. Hydrate. It's very important, not just mm. for your body, but for your skin as well. Hydrate. Yeah. Mm, all right, because most of the time uh, when a guy to uh, umbrella, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know what that oh, means. Wow. I don't know where that comes from. Now, Lerato, is makeup good for our skin, though? Makeup actually depends on your skin type. I'm not gonna lie. There's no bad or good thing to makeup, but there is bad makeup habits that can cause makeup to be bad onto your skin from mm. making sense. So what happens is, firstly, it depends on your skin type. It depends on the, also on the product that you use. Does it agree 
with your skin type. For example, I'm a sensitive skin, therefore I need to make sure that the kind of makeup product that I use does not have an effect on my skin. So I need to look that the product conducive for my skin type. So makeup is really, really not bad. Another thing in terms of makeup habits is that you need to make sure that you need to constantly remove your makeup before you sleep. As I mentioned, it's very important to write so that you wash your face twice a day. So before you sleep, you cannot, cannot sleep with makeup or else that can cause infections, that can also cause skin damage. It's just not worth it. Mm. So make sure that you remove the makeup before you sleep. Also, just wash your brushes, you know, don't share makeup. Make sure that um, the product as well that I mentioned, make sure that the product that you use, you are good for your skin and moisturize your skin. A lot of people tend to not moisturize just before they apply makeup. Please, 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 moisturize your skin and then apply makeup. All right. Before we wrap up this uh, conversation, Lerato, one last question. Let's talk about breathing, because I hear I hear so many people uh, saying, "Ore, ah, you should let your skin breathe, nyana. You know, you should let your skin breathe." Oftentimes, you'll hear people say that. Uh, scientifically, w- what does that exactly mean, and how do I let my skin breathe? Letting your, your skin breathe is basically a term in, that's used to just state that you should allow your skin to go through the natural process. You know, the natural process of taking in the and eliminating the carbon dioxide, you know? Mm. Just letting it be, letting it be refreshed without putting anything on, on your skin. So, for example, a lot of people tend to not apply lotion at night, right? Mm. And this just allows your skin to just find itself without the aid or the help of moisturizer. It also depends on your skin. If you know that your skin is severely damaged, because it does get to the point where your skin is severely damaged that you cannot just allow your skin to breathe or your skin cannot survive without putting on some sort of moisturizer. It's really good to just maybe twice a week to just not apply any moisturizer at night and just allow your skin to just go through the natural process of healing itself. Because what your skin does is it sheds itself every day. So when it shows itself, you know, what happens, it rejuvenates, it renews itself, your skin cells renew itself. So when you don't apply anything, it, it kind of just, you know, elevates the process and makes it worthwhile and it allows your skin to just be itself in its natural state or form. So that's what it means when you say allow your skin to breathe, just give it, give it that time, you know, to just be itself without any aid and it will be great. Laratondaba, thank you so much for joining us right here on Voice FM. Thank you so much. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. Or streams by www.voifm.co.za.